It's the state of Victorian greyhound racing and the stories behind the sport. This is RSN 927's Off The Leash. Hello and welcome to another edition of Off The Leash. Trent Mason Elder with you in the host chair again. Joining me, the gurus from GRV, Molly Haynes. Good morning to you. Good morning. And Andrew, how are you, mate? Going very well, thank you, Trent. That's good. Great to have you uh, back on board here this morning. Got a big show to get through, so we'll get stuck in. Uh, the Nationals will be front and centre. We'll get to that shortly. First, though, the Warrigal Adoption Day. It was a big day for the Gippsland region on Sunday with the Warrigal Greyhound Racing Club hosting the region's first ever Greyhound Adoption Day. And Molly, I believe 24 Greyhounds found new homes. They sure did. Look, more than 200 people attended the Adoption Day on Sunday. And like you mentioned, 24 of 32 Greyhounds were adopted. But two I'm really excited about being adopted and together are actually PK and Mikey. Now, I mentioned these guys yes. in last dog's last week's Gap Dog of the Week. Now, they did find homes together, but that's not the most amazing part of this story. There's a couple of little angles. Now, the family, they came to the adoption day just to meet the greyhounds because they haven't actually hadn't met a greyhound before, hadn't experienced them. They had a fair few questions, so they really wanted to experience what the greyhounds were like. They also knew that they wanted two greyhounds when they were ready to adopt. Now they met PK and Mikey and they knew that they were absolutely ready to adopt. They fell in love, but they didn't quite come prepared. Their car wasn't big enough to fit both of these greyhounds in it. <laughs> so our resident photographer, Clint Anderson, dropped these two newly rehomed pups off to their new home. So kudos to Clint. He was there on the day. So if anyone wants to check out the photos from the day, just go to GAP's Facebook page. And I think they'll be on the website too, which is gap.gov.org.au. Oh, that's outstanding. All right, let's get stuck into the Nationals and it'd be remiss of us not to replay Rip and Sam's awesome win from last Thursday in his Heat of the Distance series. Racing, Rip and Sam last away, showing speed from the outside. Fire and smoke to lead over Billy's Bake up to second. Dinah Esty over to third. And they're followed by Hot Tip, Rip and Sam, and last Rockstar Patriot. As they head down the straight with a lap to go, Fire and Smoke led by three. Billy's Bake playing the stalking role, and there by four to Dinah Zesty. About three back, Rockstar Patriot, Hot Tip. And Rip and Sam's got some work to do. Seven off the lead, but he's clicking up through the gears as Billy's Bake goes through. Takes the lead over Fire and Smoke, but here comes Rip and Sam. Winds into his work. Billy's Bake the leader, grabbed by Rip and Sam. And this star chaser just exploded away. Rip and Sam, a breathtaking winner by four to Billy's Bake. Third hot tip and then Rockstar Patriot, followed by Dinah Zesty. And Fire and Smoke stopped to a walk last in. The time is unbelievable. 41.33. It was an unbelievable run and it was an unbelievable call from James Vandermart as well. Uh, well done to him. Uh, Andrew, the, uh, we had the sprint and distance heats at Sandown Park on Thursday night. Tornado Tears did what we expect, although he probably didn't win as convincingly. He found a little bit of trouble, trouble, and then the uh, the brother came out and just said, oh, well, anything you can do, I can do better. That was phenomenal. Yeah, it was, actually. Rip and Sam actually ran 10 lengths quicker than what Tornado Tears ran on the, on the night. I think Tornado Tears probably lost about six lengths in his run due to a bit of interference. But Rip and Sam, he was last with about half a lap to go, and he just went past them like they were standing still. The fifth quickest ever time recorded over the 7.15 metres. So phenomenal effort by that greyhound. And it looms as a ripping Victorian final of the National Distance Championship on Thursday night. It does indeed. And I've got the tab market at this stage. Off the red hot tip, one of the roughies at 16. The check, number two, flying flyer, 14. Three, Rip and Sam is $2.90 in second favourite. Four, Billy's Bake, 18. 
Five Rockstar Patriot thirty one, six Diner Chance of nine fifty. The favourite as expected, number seven Tornado Tears at dollar eighty, so in the red at this stage. It'll be interesting to see whether uh, we get black black figures about the tornado. Uh, number eight Bolt like Beckham, the Ruffie at fifty one dollars. The reserves Diner Zesty twenty six and Shay's Intention number ten at fifty one. All right, time to put uh, our heads on the chopping block team. I'm with Tornado Tears. I just can't tip against him. He's a big-time player. Uh, he rises to the occasion in the big ones. Uh, Andrew, you with me? I am, Trent. Yeah, I, look, Rip and Sam was super impressive on Thursday night, but Tornado Tears has a quicker overall BP at the PB at the track of 41.20. So that's two links quicker than Rip and Sam. He's a quicker beginner. More of a more reliable option, I think. So, Tornado Tears for mine. And Molly, talking off air before we uh, started the show this morning, you were almost talking yourself into Rip and Sam. What have you settled on? Oh, look, I'm still going Rip and Sam. I think the six dog um, field last week is an, an absolutely amazing thing for him. The confidence he'll get from that um, it is really, really exciting. But I also think Flying Flyer will run a good place. But it is Rip and Sam for me. Okay, <laughs> we'll uh, dissect all that next week. It's going to be a, a tremendous final on Thursday night, that is for sure. Uh, we also had the sprint heats, of course, and it was Poke the Bear who ran the quickest time among the four heats. Andrew, what's the the wrap of the, uh, the sprint heats? Yeah, he did. So he went quickest a very good run by poke the bear and 29:30 beat home diner patty who just won the maturity classic so uh, that was no main feat there beating her by about a length and a half the other heat winners were shardale who defeated orson allen slingshot hammer and uphill jill who returned from that hock injury she just ran out of steam in the end after showing her customary early speed uh, so Shardale 29.52, Big Flood run in 29.58 and Lila Bale, a bit of an upset there, defeating Hastings slowly in 29.87. And the market with tab.com.au off the red, Big Flood $3 and favourite, 2 Shardale 18, 3 Dinah Patty $4.40, 4 Orson Allen four twenty. Five Poke the Bear, five fifty. Six Lila Bale, eight dollars. Seven Wise PK, twenty six. And eight Hasten Slowly at ten. The reserves nine Slingshot Hammer at fifty one and ten Barcali at sixteen. So it's a tremendous race, a really competitive betting race at this stage. And uh, I'm going with Orson Allen. I think uh, a real up and comer on the Greyhound scene. Four dollars twenty. That's good enough for mine. But I find it very very hard. What about you guys, Molly? You first. Look, I really think that Dinah Patty is playing, like is overs here. It was a huge run last week and. Um, I really don't see the dog being beaten. But it'll be absolutely fantastic if Shardale runs a place here. The dog was retired earlier this year. I think it was a back muscle injury problem. Well, I think it was. Um, And now he's come back and he's been super competitive. And I know all of his connections will be cheering him on. So Shardale from box two would be a nice little... Nice little bet. <laughs> okay, so Dinah Patty for Molly, but uh, the sentimental bet with two Shadale. Andrew, what about you, mate? Look, Trent, it's not often Molly and I agree on anything, and that, <laughs> but, but I do agree with her on this occasion. I think Dinah Patty is the one to beat. She's paying $4.40, and the reason I'm selecting her is because she ran a very impressive second to Poke the Bear. Now, Poke the Bear ran home in his... He was the quickest heat winner. Ran home in 10.40, which is very quick going, but Dinah Patty actually drew ground on him in the run home. She actually ran about 10.30 in the run home, which is absolutely flying. I think she'll get a clear run. I think Orson Allen in box four will leave her alone. So from box three, I think she'll hunt up and overpower Big Flood in the run to the line. And every state will conduct their respective national sprinter distance finals this Thursday in what promises to be one of the biggest nights of greyhound racing in the country. And make sure you tune in to RSN 927 for all the action. It's RSN 927's Off The Leash. 
Well, it's pretty rare that we have group racing on a Tuesday night, but that's exactly what is happening this evening with Warrigal to host four sensational heats of the Group 3 St. Ledger Series over the 460 metres, Andrew. Yeah, that's right, Trent. So the St. Ledger is an age-restricted event, so open to greyhounds aged two and a half or younger, and it holds Group 3 status for the very first time this year. $25,000 up for grabs, so it has attracted a great a great lot of heats here with some quality greyhounds, including Group 1 winner My Redeemer, Nervous and Weird for Ashley Terry, Chiefs Empire, a group class greyhound, Baruga Brett, who was so impressive in the recent maturity series, Black Forge, the Bendigo Cup runner-up, and New South Wales star Pindari Express. So very exciting times ahead for this series. Indeed, and our special guest today is Adrian Scott, the manager of the Warrigal Greyhound Racing Club. Uh, good morning, Adrian. How are you? Excellent. Yeah, very well, thank you. Uh, Molly, I'll throw it over to you. Now, Adrian, you must be absolutely thrilled with the quality of greyhounds that will be contesting tonight's St. Ledger Heats. We are, Molly, and uh, Andrew gave a, an excellent summary of some of the dogs we've got competing, and there's a number of dogs in here that are more than capable of uh, progressing and competing at the very highest level. Absolutely. Now, what can you tell us about New South Wales star Pindari Express? We know that he is obviously from New South Wales and that he's had six starts for six wins, but what else can you tell us? Well, as um, a lot of people know, Molly, um, Pindari Express is possibly one of the hottest young greyhounds in Australia. He's owned and trained by Tracy Screws from New South Wales, who's a third-generation trainer, but uh, surprisingly, Tracy's never trained a city winner, and um, she's been very cautious about mapping out this dog's uh, campaign and his introduction to open company. And uh, Fortunately for us, the entry conditions of our system ledger fitted in nicely with uh, Tracy's plans, and... Um, we hope he takes a big step towards uh, competing at the highest level after winning out from Leger. It's a huge feather in the club's cap, Adrian, to attract a greyhound of this quality to race at Warrigal. And just looking through the honour roll, some recent winners of the St. Ledger include Fanta Bale, of course, the all-time highest prize money earning greyhound in Australia's history, and also Jimmy Newob, who went on to win the Horsham Cup and compete in many, many other group race finals. Now, your club's been working hard to uh, get this race from being a group-listed event, I think it was, to now a Group 3 event. So that's a huge effort by you guys. Why was it so important for your club to make this or pitch for this to be a Group 3 event? So, Andrew, years gone by, the, uh, the Warrigal St. Legend was an iconic event in Gippsland. And it's fair to say that for a period there, it fell away in significance. And uh, look, about three years ago, the then-president Phil Pryor and the committee decided that we should try and restore the... Uh, the status of the race. So we increased the prize money and set about meeting the group status criteria and we were lucky enough this year that we actually were afforded a group three status. And Look, along the way over the last couple of years since we've made a determined effort, pretty lucky the Fanderbale took it out in 2016 and uh, due up last year and uh, with those two dogs winning, it's helped um, add some prestige to the event and um, as a club, we will continue to work hard at re-establishing the race as a, a premier event at uh, Greyhound Racing in Gippsland. Absolutely terrific and well said. Now, four heats tonight, they are action-packed. The first two place-getters will make it into the final on Sunday in the race for the $25,000 first prize. What else is happening at Sunday on Sunday at Warrigal, Adrian? I know it's not just about the hot Greyhound racing. No, no, we've got plenty going on. Obviously, we've got the President's Cup over 680 metres, which will attract a nice field of up-and-coming greyhounds. And this race complements our uh, our President's Dinner, where we, um, in the last few years, we've honoured uh, someone from within the club that's made an outstanding contribution. And this year, we'll be honouring um, former club president, life member Gary Owen. Um, Gary's uh, one of the characters of, uh, of the sport and um, been around here for 
about 25 years, and uh, we're really pleased to be able to recognise Gary's uh, ongoing commitment to the club and his contributions. So, and we also uh, it's a free entry night. Um, we've got a special meal offer that includes a free meal for kids. So, if anyone was um, looking for a pleasant Sunday night, I would suggest that the uh, Warrigal Greyhounds uh, Club's a place to be. Absolutely. Sounds like a ripping night out there. You're even going to get the great Molly Haynes out there, Adrian. That's a huge effort. It must be big. But... Well, that's, that's, that's a fairly big get, Andrew. Yeah. Um, got up there with Pindari Express. Or whatever. <laughs> Talk about star power. Now, Adrian, before we let you go, hot fields tonight, four cracking heats. Have you got a value bet for the listeners? I have, Andrew, and I, actually, I like this dog and have since I watched him when he's first race and often imitated in the third heat of the St. Legion from Box 5. Okay. The Green Oak Kennel have a very good strike rate at Warrigal and invariably unearth a very smart dog. This, this might be one of them. Very quick winner at Sandown last start in 29.44. Yeah. One three from four overall. Adrian will follow that tip with interest. Yep, that yeah, should be reasonable each way, I'd say. Adrian, thanks so much for your time this morning, mate, and all the best tonight with the heats of the Group 3 Warrigal St. Ledger. We'll, we'll uh, watch with interest. Terrific. Thanks very much, guys. Thank you. It's RSN 927's Off The Leash. Great to have a chat to Adrian and Scott from Warrigal, and we wish them very well with their uh, meeting this evening. All right, time for the watchdog, Andrew. Uh, a couple of winners for us during the week. Absolutely. Just rewind the clock back to last Wednesday, Trent, and the watchdog picked a couple of tremendous value bets. At Bendigo, our flying Laura paid $5.40. That was the watchdog's first selection. And another of his first selections occurred at Ballarat at Big Odds, and that was Augustus Dagloop paying $8.10, drawn in box seven. The watchdog knew that this dog would perform well from a wide draw, and there you have it, $8.10 if you don't mind. For all your free form guides for every Victorian Greyhound race meeting, Trent, simply Google the watchdog. Nicely done. Litter of the week time, Molly. Who is it today? This, oh, today I have chosen a litter by High Earner and Midnight Ripple. Now, they're bred by George Ferrugia. They were born in June, so it makes them about seven weeks old at the moment. There were three males and two females born in this litter. Now, the reason I well, this litter attracted me is the line is originally from the Pringles. Now, they're from New South Wales. They bred Burn One Down, who's probably one of one of my all-time favourite greyhounds, Shaky Jakey, who wow. is an absolute freak, mm-hmm. as well as Midnight Elsa. Now, Midnight Elsa is the closest relative to the high earner Mid- Midnight Ripple line. She's connected through Midnight Movie. Now, I actually regarded Midnight Elsa as one of the most exciting young stayers last year, but injury cut her racing career short. And last month, she actually had her first litter to Fernando Bale, so it'll be interesting to see what they do in a couple of years' time. But back to the Midnight Ripple litter, she is sired by Brett Lee. So going back through her lines, there's obviously Sobbing Cell through Brett Lee, but also Spiral Nikita through the Dam line. So it's absolutely amazing breeding. Now, George, though, does inform me that unfortunately none of this high earner Midnight Ripple litter are for sale. And I think that does say a lot about what he thinks these greyhounds are going to be. Come on, George. You've got strike a light at home. Just <laughs> something for the battlers, please, son. Just get amongst it. Share the love, brother. They don't call him Group 1, George. <laughs> no, that's, you're exactly right. All right, uh, time for our final segment of the week, Molly, and it's over to you again. Gap Dog of the Week. Uh, and uh, you've chosen one of the greyhounds who didn't get adopted at Warrigal's Adoption Day, but it's still available. Absolutely. Now, I chose a greyhound by the name of Donald Like you mentioned he didn't get adopted one he was um, one of the eight greyhounds who didn't get adopted on Sunday he's a three-year-old black male and his number one love the gap girls 
does tell me is people. But what also drew me to him is his photo on the Gap Available Dogs page. It is just so cute. He has the cutest little pokey ears. Um, now, the Gap girls think he would benefit from some, some obedience training and they also believe he's looking for a home with a larger dog and kids over the age of 10. Now, if you're interested in giving Donald his forever home, make sure you give Gap a call on 57990166 or head to their website, which is gap.grv.org.au. Well, that's it, guys. Another great show, as always. Bragging lights on the on the line this week. It'll be interesting to see what happens on uh, Monday. Andrew, you and I both in the cor- corner of Tornado Tears. Molly's gone for Rip and Sam, but it's going to be a great night out at Sandown Park on Thursday night. Thanks for joining me once again. We'll do it all again next week. Thanks, Thank Trent. Want to hear Off the Leash again? It'll be up on iTunes, on Facebook and on the podcast page at rsn.net.au.